It is officially NFT season. And when I say that, I don't mean that the market is back or anything of that nature. But what I do mean is during the spring, there is a lot of conferences. There's NFT Miami, there's NYC, and then everything starts to pop up. There's consensus. And during the next couple of weeks and months, things are going to get pretty crazy. So people have been asking, where am I going? What's the plan going forward? So today I want to address that. This episode was actually supposed to come out either on Sunday or Monday. However, a little shuffling around and things were a little bit crazy. So I decided to just release it as a double today. Of course, I'm going to have the regular episode with the main story. But since I didn't get this one out, going to give that update. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So first and foremost, which conferences will I be attending? Okay, at the original date when I came into this year, knowing that I was leaving my job last year and everything, the one I had circled, I even have a plane ticket ready booked to go to Fort Lauderdale because my mother lives in the area. And I said, okay, well, I'll go kill two birds with one stone and I'll attend the conferences. I'll see my mother, hang out and so forth, go there with my wife. But now there's a little plans changing in the sense that a lot of people are asking, well, what's going on with NFT NYC? I really want to be at that. Of course, that is like the Super Bowl of NFTs. But here's the thing. They're right next to each other. I had this trip already planned to go see my mother, go with my wife and everything. Sure, I could rearrange this. And I was planning to have that as my first conference going NFT Miami. And of course, the way funds are, this is an independent show. Everything up until this point has been bankrolled by me, funding everything, subsidizing it with my day job. But as you know, if you've been following the show, I left my day job at the end of last year because that was just an unfulfilling path. It was just absolutely crazy. Hated going to work. If it was not a family business, I would have left it a long time ago. And with everything that I'm facing in Web3, there is no way I could have possibly continued on that path knowing that I'm so passionate about this space, see so much opportunity, enjoy doing it. And it's like the door is wide open. At this point in its infancy, it is like a blank canvas and I get to paint it and I just want to do that. That's just so much more fulfilling. It seems like I'm operating with more purpose in this space than I did in seven or eight years in my last role. But going back to the whole thing, of course, not bankrolling everything with my day job, coming out of pocket, paying for everything. This really should be a self-sustaining entity. So that is what I've been thinking about. Well, revenue streams, how exactly am I going to monetize this? I said it multiple times that I don't want to run ads. So people want to know, well, why don't I want to run ads? This is a podcast. That is how the majority of podcasts makes money. Well, the industry that I'm in, of course, Web3, NFTs, all that stuff, there is a lot of sponsorship opportunities and they pay very well. However, I just don't want to get into bed with any of them. And I don't want to put my name, my reputation associated with anything that I'm not willing to 100% know. So regardless of what sort of commissions or stipends or kickbacks or airdrops or anything I could possibly get from some sponsorship that would be most relevant to my audience, I just don't want to do it. Because even those centralized exchanges that really got themselves into a lot of trouble in the last 18 months or so, they were the ones that were paying the best to creators, whether it be YouTubers, podcasters, or Twitter influencers. So just imagine if I got into bed with one of those, let's say promoting crypto with Celsius, well, that would have been a huge mistake. And of course, a lot of people are going on the apology tour. So I believe that was the right decision because I just couldn't really sleep well knowing that I steered people into that direction. So what are the other ways that people are able to monetize content such as this? Well, coming from a marketing background, I know that one of the most powerful things is an affiliate marketing. 
But again, it sort of comes down to the same thing as well. What am I going to put my name on, my reputation on, and say this is something that I'm willing to promote? At this point, it is only things that I am 100% convinced about that I use for myself, and that is it. So if you notice in the show notes, I always have that Ledger affiliate link. In case you do need a Ledger, feel free to look at that. It's in the show notes. That is an affiliate link. So anyone that does purchase through that, they actually give crypto directly out and just goes straight to a wallet. Of course, being a podcaster, I speak about the host that I do use that has the content up there, and that's Captivate. So in case you're interested in being a podcaster, that is the host I recommend. I've had an account with them since the company actually launched. I was there from the opening webinar when they kicked it off. I think it was like two and a half years ago. And I opened an account and it just sat there for quite a while simply because I loved all the features that they had, but I was too afraid to get on the mic and I didn't really have a content. Then, of course, then I launched, I think, three or four different podcasts that failed, fell flat on its face before this one really catching a stride in Web3 with NFTs and everything. So anyone wants to know about podcasting, I always recommend that. But of course, this is an NFT show. Most people listening to this don't want to have their own podcast, don't want to have their own show. So it's not like I go around promoting that. However, if you go to the website, which is fully redesigned, by the way, niftybusiness.co, before it was just basically a playlist, but now it is a full-fledged website. There's going to be a blog, there's going to be articles, all sorts of different things, training programs, and whenever I do get to a membership or community or whatever that is, which is the direction that I'm going towards, all that information, the content would be hosted there. That's going to be the hub. But that brings me to my next thing. A digital product of some sort is usually the most profitable way for someone in my position to create revenue. However, as far as creating like an NFT course or something of that nature, it's kind of hard because the ink isn't even dry on this content as yet. We're making this stuff up. We're building it. We're learning as we go. And just imagine if I had rolled out a course, let's say 18 months ago, how to make money in the NFT market. And then the market completely changes. Everything is upside down and things don't even operate anything like that at this point. And not to mention all those people would be upset at me because I gave them the system that does not work anymore. So as far as what I am going to do, it's probably going to turn into a live workshop or something of that nature. But whatever that will be, it's not going to be something that is only the flavor of the day, what's working temporarily. And by the time that is sold, it's going to be outdated. So that is just something that I'm brainstorming. I have some ideas on paper, but most likely the direction in which I'm going to be going with is working with businesses and business owners and entrepreneurs because this is nifty business. And a lot of things that I do cover that I'm most interested in is how all this stuff actually ends up making an impact and a difference in the real world and in particular in business and marketing and operating and serving customers and those types of things. So is that going to be some sort of course, some sort of live workshop, maybe a weekend retreat, a membership? How exactly is that going to work? Well, it all depends on exactly how this shapes out. But of course, this is Web3. And eventually, there's also going to be some sort of NFT that will be coming out as far as the founding people that will have access to all that stuff. They don't have to pay anymore. But as we're seeing right now, we can't rely on secondary sales to run a business. I'm literally trying to build a business out of this, and I'm not just trying to fly by night selling NFTs and all of those things. I want to be able to walk down the street, look people dead in the eye and shake their hand and smile and say, yes, I'm out here doing the best I can, and I'm absolutely representing you as if I'm running any other kind of business in the world, and it just happens to be that this is a tech business in Web3 and NFTs are involved, and I don't want to be one of those people that have to hide behind the profile picture and hire security because I'm afraid to go outside. 
So that is why I'm looking at this as a long-term play as to, okay, how can this be sustained? How can this be a stream of income that really funds everything? And I'm not relying on NFT sales. I think those NFTs are going to be a great way to build the community, build the core. And those people that get in that have been listening from day one and so forth, I think that is a great touch point and the best way to do that based on all my research, everything that I've seen and been reporting on is through an NFT. However, the best way to monetize a business, how to continue that growth is not an NFT in my opinion. And as I've been saying, if you've been listening to the show, the NFT is a technology that allows you to do some amazing things, but it is not the product. And that's where we really went wrong between 2020 and 2022. A lot of people think that an NFT is a product. And if you listen to the episode when I'm speaking about the taxes and how people are debating, how should this be categorized or whatnot, it's missing the point. It is a technology. It's not an asset class. And it all depends on the particular one, how it is being used and so forth. But I'm not going to reiterate that. If you want to hear all that, just listen to episode number 409 when I go into that in full detail. So as far as NFTs go and building a community and a core, well, there's a thesis out there. It's called the Thousand Fans Thesis. And this is something that has been circulating with anyone that has been creating content, online marketing, anything of that nature, really knows this, that for the most part, if you get 1,000 people that are passionate about what you're doing, it doesn't matter if you are selling ice cream cones or lemonade or whatever it might be, that 1,000 true fans, 1,000 supporters can build a multi-million dollar business. So when a lot of people were launching these NFT products saying, okay, well, if a thousand fans could be in business, then a 10,000 year product or a 10,000 year NFT project should be a billion dollar business. And that is not exactly how it works. Not everyone is bored apes or doodles or any of these big projects. The majority of them had no clue how to do the next step, which was generating revenue over time. And they were just relying on secondary sales and all that stuff. But of course, you've been listening to the show. I don't have to go into all that. You know where that is. But the core thing to understand is who exactly are you serving? And as far as this show goes, and if you've been listening this far, I can pretty much assume that you're not just listening to this for DGEN tips for the next project that you should mint into and make a million dollars overnight, because that is not something that I've been covering from day one. Sure, I speak about certain things that are getting ready to launch that I think are just really cool, innovative, and so forth. But generally speaking, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time I speak about an NFT project, it is after it launches. And I do it as a case study looking back saying, okay, this is what happened. This is what they're doing right now. This is how they handled this situation. When crisis hit, that is what happened. And that sort of thing is much more valuable for someone who's looking at these as businesses, maybe as someone who is a, either a long-term investor or someone who actually wants to implement this stuff into their business, use this technology in a way that would change their life. Even if they're someone who's working for a company, they don't even necessarily have their own company, but they know the different headaches and frustrations that they face in their department or at their job. And they know that NFT technology, blockchain technology is something that can make their workload so much easier, much more efficient. And even if it's it means just presenting that to their boss and say, hey, this is what I've been studying. And I think this is how this problem in our company, our department, organization, whatever it is, could be solved using this stuff. And this is what I want to present. Even if it's something like that, I think those are the type of people that are listening to this show and even wanting a broader overview as to see, okay, this is the direction that we're going as an industry and how this is then trickling out to other industries. But as far as defining the what now, like what is it that they want beyond that? Of course, the news, the analysis, the coverage of all this stuff, sharing this information, condensing it down to under 20, 30 minutes, many times even down to five minutes. 
I think those are the things that we value. But as far as what to build on and continue growth, well, that is something that I really need you guys for. I ran a survey, didn't go so well. And when I say not so well, I literally got one response. <laughs> but I would love to know, what are you most interested in? Whether it is on Twitter, please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes, or if it is via email, the contact information is in the show notes. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, and requests for the future. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.